everybody, and welcome to I Saw Comics, the weekly comics report with Mike and Ming, broadcasting from the home of the comic book men. Jay and Bob, Secret Stash, my name is Ming Chen. Sitting across from me is Mike Zapsik, the Teenage Witch. Uh-oh, that's me. Casting spells. And uh, you, you never named one of your cats uh, Salem? No. Never thought about no, it? No, I got one that's named Selena. Selena? Oh, Selena, like Selena Kyle. That's yeah, cool. Yeah, That's cool. Uh, is no. it a boy cat? You're like, ah, I'm, giving, <laughs> I'm giving you a, I'm giving, I'm giving you a boy I'm cutting name. them off anyway, buddy, you, so you might as well be a girl. Yeah, I'm giving you a girl name. I'm giving you a girl name. Now all, I got nothing but female animals in my house. That include your wife? No, absolutely not. She's Holy not crap! A, cut that out. She's not an Declan. An, she's not where an, are you? She's not an animal in the bed. No. Oh, 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 man. oh, that's what I meant. Yes, that's, that's what, what I meant. You know what? We don't. I didn't think that, that she. Oh, you know, shame on you. Man. I didn't think that she was like taking dumps on the floor and and eating like coughing up hairballs. That's not yeah, what right, I meant. All right, all right. I mean, in the bed, man. In I'll the bed. Tell you, I'll tell you. Yes. Yeah. Welcome uh, to ISO yeah. Counts. Mike and I, are fresh. From the Motor City Comic Con. Motor City! You, you survived Detroit. It was pretty freaking awesome. Although, uh, that is misleading. The Motor City Comic Con is actually Novi, Michigan, which is about 45 minutes from outside Detroit, of like yeah. downtown Detroit. But I think everybody, like, they want to sound street. They yeah, want to of sound, course they do. You want to, you want to be edgy. You, you want, want to have they, that edge. They want to sound hard. So it was like, man, we were in Detroit, man. Like we, yeah, we was repping. Yeah, we was repping. We, yeah, we were representing. We were running. We, we dodged gangs to get our comic books. <laughs> you know, like there was the like, whitest guy. Yeah, there was a lot of white people there. A lot, uh, of, a lot of it was very white collar. We were down in a lot of Corktown. We we hung out in Corktown a lot. Corktown's like the most hipster neighborhood. In, oh my god! Next to the Cass Corridor, Soul Patch. City. That's yeah. what they should call and, uh, it. Hung out in Greek Town. Had a lot of fun. Um, hung out with some of the guests there. Uh, uh, our friend Ivy Doom Kitty always Ivy. up for a good time. And Katrina Law, man, that was awesome, man. We had a great time. Katrina with Law. Katrina. We, we met her briefly in in Georgia like seven months ago. I saw her at Heroes and Villains like four months ago, and but this time like we actually she actually went to hang. We out broke with bread, her. man. We we, we hung out. We had dinner. We did. Big ups to your buddy Ed. He took us out to dinner. Eddie he, took us Eddie, out. Our friend Eddie freaking paid for dinner. He I know. Just whipped out his card before anyone else could. I and, I was and, like, what are you doing? Yeah, and that was great and all, except you know, like it was his the day before was his birthday. Yeah, I know. Like, I'm what like, are you even paying for dinner on your birthday? Is like, you know, listen, we had we. I gotta pay for dinner on my birthday. I gotta pay for sex on my birthday. Yeah, what guess, the hell is we all, this? We all we all stayed mum because uh, we didn't want to tell him. Like all, I get all three of us were like, dude, we had really good days at the con. Yeah, right. Today, yeah. like this is like we're we're you know we were, we just wanted to flush money down the toilet. So. Yeah, right. <laughs> <laughs> so we just set it on fire along with our cheese. It was that. Good. We went to uh, to Greek Town. We were at uh, the Pegasus, and we got uh, flaming cheese. Yes, nothing like it cheese that they set on fire and then you eat it god bless you greek people yes god bless you yeah so big thank you to miriam kruger who i begged borrowed and stole from con, but hey it worked out sometimes i'm not above some uh, i'm not above begging no of course not especially you know especially when i benefit that yeah, was oh great. yeah if i oh, beg yeah. and you you don't have to beg and you benefit yeah i do oh yeah it's pretty awesome thank you to uh michael goldman the creator and founder of this con 25 yeah, nice years guy. running yeah nice guy 25 years running but more most importantly thank you to any everybody who came out and hung out. you guys are the best we love our fans seriously thank you for coming out to us uh pretty positive reception i always put 
like a collage of photos of as when you say pretty positive i mean like we had there were a girl cried when she met you it was awesome I don't like. I well, I no. She cried. I sort of like. Joy. I not, sort of like that. Not but because um, she she was like pointing I, you out to the cops. That's right, the guy that right. that chained me in my basement. Yeah, I just uh, I'm 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 still not used to that. I'm sure you know guys like Justin Bieber and Justin Bieber, Tom Cruise, and those One Direction kids. Holy are, crap, Justin Bieber! They're used to that. I'm not. I'm not used to it. Should I? I guess it's flattering though, right? I just I don't know. Well, like to me, crying connotates sadness no 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 tears of joy man. tears, of, tears joy. of joy so we got a really really packed show today we do but before we get to that mike this episode is brought to you it is by blue apron oh my god blue apron what can i say about blue rape apron that uh really isn't complimentary yeah uh, you're a professional chef i'm an I amateur am. chef uh, tell the tell the people out there how it works if you get a chance folks uh go to uh blueapron.com blue apron's mission is to make incredible home cooking accessible to everyone not just someone who knows how to cook like me but to everyone uh you open up your blue apron bag or bag box it's it comes in a box folks and they've got everything you need to make a uh an incredible meal for yeah, my, two one two or four four uh people yeah i um i got mine this morning it came before i even woke nice. up nice blue apron achieves this by supporting a more sustain a more sustainable not sustainable sustainable food system setting the highest standards for ingredients and building a community of home chefs yeah, basically, for less than $10 a meal, Mike, Blue Apron delivers seasonal recipes along with pre-portioned ingredients to make delicious home-cooked meals. Now, listen, how many times do you go to McDonald's? Seriously. And it makes you fat. It does. Uh, how many times can you? You can go every day, three times a day, and yeah. just become like that dude who washes himself with a rag yeah, on what, a stick. What do you, what, on average, you go to, I don't know when the last time you went to McDonald's. I spent, I spent probably more than 10 bucks. Uh, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. 10 and bucks. You get, you're getting garbage. And this not is, only not only are you getting quality ingredients, you're actually doing something that uh, you can share with your family. Yeah, you know this is something that uh, you can, if if uh, anyone else is interested in cooking, all of you they they give you not only your ingredients but step by step on how to prepare it. If you want, go to Periscope. I did a couple of videos. You did. And uh, you can go and check them out. You did. When can we expect the next one? Next one is next week. Next week. Yes. Right. Um, this week was, I, I had to modify some of our stuff because I have picky eaters in my house. Okay, sure. And sure. I didn't want to do the- well, you, uh, you have that option, though. But you have that option. You can you can take these and you can add or subtract. It really doesn't matter. Yep. This is foolproof, folks. Right. So, it's it's. I come home, long day of work. Sure. And I like to, I like to cook. But the last thing I want to do is, like, what do you want tonight? I don't know. What do you want? How about this? No, I don't want that. And then you got to go and get buy all the all the stuff. Of course. And you by the time back. you're eating, it's like what? 7:30, 8 o'clock at night. Before Blue Apron, I'm not even kidding. I literally ate dinner at 9:30. It was starving. It was really it was bad. Was yelling at my wife. She's yelling at me. I wasn't getting any. Now with Blue Apron, bam, like 6, 6:30. You're eat, done. And then like you got the whole night to 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 try to fool her to, to get down to, to fool her into getting down with me yeah. <laughs> or not or not that it just like when you have less stress like that boom you you want to do you, it? you feel more comfortable you feel a little little sexier yeah. so i maintain and this should work for you gentlemen and ladies get blue apron 
And get you're some. almost guaranteed to get laid. Get some. Get yeah. get blue apron. Get some. Yeah, let's say you don't have a you're not married or you don't have a girlfriend. Well, this is the perfect doorway to be, hey, come on over, I'll cook you an amazing dinner. That's right. I'm I'm gonna I'm gonna cook you uh what's on the, the, the docket this month. You can get here this is pretty awesome. Um hey honey, wanna come over and have some crispy cod and Cabbage slaw tacos with pepita, pineapple, and avocado salsa. Yeah, or- hell yeah! Who's gonna say what? What person is gonna say no to that? You're cooking me crispy cod and cabbage slaw tacos. Holy crap! I'm there. Yeah, I'm. Yeah, I'm, I'm gonna give up the, the the cookie, if you will. That's Just right. To keep it in the food terms. But- right. You get yeah. pan-seared pork chops with two cheese mashed, mashed potatoes and sautéed spinach. Oh, yeah. Goodness, You're getting I down. Eat, I haven't eaten yet today. I'm hungry. All right. Yeah, and uh, this is how great it works. Uh, last week, we're, we, weren't, we weren't even home. We were out gallivanting right. at the Motor City Comic Con. My, I didn't have to worry about my kids and my wife starving. No, they were going to eat and not have to worry about them going to... Yeah. Uh, Going to McDonald's yeah, again. Yeah, they were starving. My my wife was texting me photos, making me jealous. Uh, like General's always chicken, freaking pork and like potatoes. It was pretty awesome. Very nice. So you have to check out this week's menu and get two meals free with free shipping, buddy, by going to blueapron.com slash comics. You'll love how good it feels and tastes to create incredible home cooked meals with Blue Apron. So don't wait. That's blueapron.com slash comics. Blue, Blue Apron, Apron, a, a better, better way, way to, to cook. cook, and it really is. It really, I, I'm not even, I'm even kidding. I'm pretty picky about. Listen, like you're talking to a guy who buys three hundred dollars jeans. Yes, that's I'm true. Pretty you picky do about like your food. What I put in my mouth. If you follow me on Instagram, you know I only go to the best <laughs> restaurants. You just set yourself up for I a tell only, him Steve Dave episode. I don't, I don't care. All right, is what I'm saying. I, I prefer high quality. I opened that box this morning to put everything away in the fridge. Right. It, like it made me happy. I it made saw, you smile. You were I smiling. I saw how fresh everything was. Okay. So blueapron.com slash comics. Two meals free with free shipping. You can't you can't go wrong. And always remember that Blue Apron knows that when you cook with incredible ingredients, you make incredible meals. Yes. So they set the high quality standards for their community of artisanal suppliers, family run farms, fisheries, and ranchers. I think that's really important too. Whether it's Japanese ramen noodles, wild-caught Alaskan salmon, or heirloom tomatoes, Blue Apron is bringing you the best for less than 10 bucks a meal. Blue Apron will deliver you seasonal rep- recipes with pre-portioned ingredients to make delicious home-cooked meals. Yes. So remember that, that code again? BlueApron.com slash comics. That's it. Get on Two there. free meals, free delivery. And, uh, we, call, we keep talking we're going to have some kind of Blue Apron contest. We haven't thought about yeah, that Yeah, we haven't. Uh, you know what? It's been a, it's been a week. So uh, give us one more week. We and should we'll do a thing that, like, uh, like, I don't know what the contest is. When we pick a winner, like, you can come over and we'll cook you dinner or something. That'd be cool. Yeah, I'll do that. Or, yeah. Why don't we? Uh, you airfare know, you not included. Airfare not included. <laughs> uh, hotel and uh, all other meals not included. You yeah. get one. Oh, you know, I'll come over too then. All right, cool. Yeah, Ming and me will uh, cook dinner with you. How about yeah, that? I'll, you uh, cook if, in my kitchen. Yeah. If you're alcohol drink, I'll bring you. I'll bring you some beer. I'll bring you some beer yeah. or some wine. Or or some wine. Yeah. All right. We're gonna talk new books first. We we have two calling guests today. You line yeah, up two. Yeah, we have two calling. Who do we guests. have call, calling in? Today? We've got Vanessa Solis from the Kubert School. Okay. And God bless them. The Kubert School bringing you uh, your favorite artists. 
making comics better, really. Yes, they really are. So <laughs> uh, we're going to have them. They're, they're doing something this weekend at uh, Jay and Silent Bob's Secret Stash. You know, we don't Wait, do a what? lot of signings. There's yes. a section outside event here at the store? It's semi-sanctioned. I told Walt that I was doing it. And he grunted yes? He, yeah. He's like, "Am I? do I have to be there? I'm like, no. He's like, All oh, right, oh okay. It. So you're, you're spearheading this. Yeah. Okay, we'll talk about that event. And uh, um, we have Will, Will Robson. Will Robson. Who not Will does, Robinson. No, not Will Robson. Danger, Ro- danger, danger, Will Robson. No, uh, Will Robson is the uh, cover artist for Star-Lord. So really? He's done some, yeah, he's doing some Marvel stuff. Wow, and he, is, is he the dude who hit us up on Twitter? He's like, hey, I'd love to be on the show. He did, yeah. Cool. All right. So, yeah. We'll be talking to him in like 15 minutes. Yep. He's he's already will he's raring to go already. Yep, and we're doing it by Skype. Did you send Vanessa a I did. friend request? She's not accepted. She's like, who's this creepy? Yeah. Email? Oh my god. Oh man, is he gonna send me like dick pics? No. I no, won't. never. I won't. Never. So, uh, before we, uh, well, no, we new books. I um actually have one in my bag that we don't have here at the store. I was at my favorite hometown comic book store, right. Vault of Midnight, in Ann Arbor, Michigan. Uh, I was at their new location that just opened up in downtown Detroit. Nice. And they recommended a book to me called Four Kids Walk Into a Bank. Okay. And it's by an independent publisher. I believe it's, hold on, it's called Black Black Mask. Black, oh, I've heard of Black Mask. Yes, of course. Yes, Black Mask. This is uh, this is book one. Okay. And uh, I thought it was amazing. What's the style called again? The, the like, um, oh, what's that movie with, I, the, with, with the chopped up body? Oh, uh, what, eight spelled? heads in a duffel bag. Uh, uh, well, before that, um, uh, uh, whatever. One head in a duffel bag. Yeah, something, something like that. Yeah, it. Uh, um, uh, it's, it's about a group of outcast kids, and they um, decide to. They're all, they're all geeks. Okay. Uh, but they get assaulted by this uh, by this gang, and uh, they're trying to figure out what's going on. The one common denominator in all this, Mike, is one of the kids' dads. So, trying to figure out what this dad did, if he's in cahoots with these guys, or why uh, they're trying to kill him. Cahoots. It's um, but the uh, the it's the overall tone that really got me. Where uh, they make a lot of like D and D references and like minus minus eight charisma, and oh um, okay, gotcha. So uh, these uh, the the kids featured in this comic uh, remind me very much of me and you, Mike, when we were oh, kids. Oh, cool. Where um, where we probably got beat up by these guys, these other guys. Um. Well, no, these other guys actually save them from the bullies. Oh, no kidding! But they have they have more nefarious uh, intentions. But if you can if, if you can find this, actually, I remember I I I'm gonna give you my copy here. I'm I gonna picked up fresh from Vault of Midnight. I'll tell you next week. I'll give you this copy, and perhaps next month you can get a couple copies of the second That'd one be because good. I want to keep going. Uh, but I think this book in particular is perfect for our clientele. Oh, very cool. Yeah. But uh, just want to give that a shout out. This is by uh, Boss Hog. Uh, da, da, Boss no. Hog. Uh, art by uh, uh, Art by Tyler Boss, uh, oh, Tyler Claire Dizzuti, okay. Thomas Moore, uh, Courtney Menard, and the writer Matthew Rosenberg. Oh, cool! Sounds like uh, sounds like the group of kids who are going to go rob it, a bank. Know, it actually does. <laughs> I, I'd love to meet them. Don't know where they're based, but if you guys are listening to this, if you guys are anywhere close, we'd love to have you down here. Sure, in the studio. All right. Any uh, what's your pick? Yeah, picks of the week. Yes, I do. Sabrina, Chilling Adventures of Sabrina, number five from Archie Horror. This is you're a huge champion of this book. I huge, love this enormous book. champion of I, this book. You know what? Um, growing up, I'm sure you were a fan of Sabrina the Teenage Witch on TV I with did. Um, Melissa Joan Hart. Yes, and I, I loved uh, anything Archie. My friend, uh, my high school friend, used to grab 
whenever his mom went to the store, right. she'd, he'd go with her, and he would grab all the little digests from off the uh, the supermarket rack. Sure, and when Sabrina they, they was lighthearted and fun, and yeah, so we magic had, the, had no consequences. And all the offshoots, which were which were cool, and and you know, Sabrina, hot. Yeah, no, I'm not gonna. You know, I'm not. I'm, I'm, I won't dismiss that. Platinum-haired girl. That was yeah. You know, pretty much all the Archie girls are hot. Even Big Ethel. I'll, I'll you know. Even even Big Ethel. I, I would do. I would. I would. I tap that. Well, this has a uh, crossover, and it's actually pretty cool. And they give you a little preview back in the. Uh, back I love in how the- you just skipped over that. Like you won't admit to tapping Big Ethel. That's cool. You know, actually, I you know, you know of course I, I would. I mean, yeah, I all, all the Riverdale girls. Actually, and this this is a crossover. It has a couple of Riverdale young ladies who really boom, yep, yeah. But but I like uh, so this uh, this newer version, much darker tone, very much darker. Um, magic has consequences. Magic yeah. um, this updated uh, for today's update, audience. Well, no, this is actually a period piece back. In oh, the, it is. Uh, yeah, it's back in the '60s when Sabrina was at her prime. Oh, even better. And um, it's really very well done. Yeah, and it's very atmospheric. And uh, do you want to become a student of the dark arts after reading this? Uh, I I don't know about that, but it shows you that you know magic. It's not like Bewitched, where you know you you twitch your nose and and oh, yeah, stuff yeah, happens. Yeah. Uh, this is. You know, it, there are consequences to magic, so uh, especially the black arts. Yes. So there's a uh, Betty and Veronica yeah. show up, and uh, they pull some crap too. So, oh, all right, I like this, Madam Satan, and you know, this is this is not like uh, hot stuff. It's it's actually yeah, it's, it's, the, it's really well thought out and really well done. It's not as um, lighthearted as hot stuff. The little well, devil, nothing's the, as lighthearted. The little uh, devil. stories by Roberto Aguirre uh, Sacasa, who's you know, he's setting the comic comic world on I like fire. The, uh, I like the I like the stock that they've printed that. Yeah, and I just might I have to make no mention of that. Right, and the artworks by Robert Hack. So if you take a look in here, it's very moody, very uh, sepia toned. It's very colorful though, and, and it's it got pops, some really kick ass stuff going on. So, and they give you a preview of uh, what's coming up in um, Afterlife with Archie. Yep. So, oh, that's cool. cool. I love it. Poison Ivy, Psycho, Life, and Death. That's on five. my list, too. Written our by Amy Chu. our friend Amy Chu. Uh, last time we left, they, uh, they had rescued Ace Sporling right. and uh, uh, Pamela Isley. Poison Ivy has created two of her own. And they mentioned right off the bat the, what do you call it, the gestational period? Very, the, very the rapid. Increased. Yes. In, uh, in this plant-human hybrid DNA baby. So... Within 25 weeks, they've grown to teenage size. Um, the other thing that has grown is the teenage attitude as well. Of course. So in that in this 25 weeks, our friend Pamela is kept and sequestered from the outside world. And uh, I've, there's one thing I remember about being a teenager, Mike, is that all I want to do is get out yeah. and explore the world. Shoot, I feel that now. Of I can't course just you still do. Now. You, you know this by hanging out with me. And then when it get out, um, Poison Ivy knows it'll wreak havoc on the outside world. So she she pens them up. She she grounds them, if you will. She grounds them, pens them up uh, with a plant security system. Uh, but that never works. Almost never works. Never works. And uh, and they get out and they hit the town, basically, and have it, uh, they wreak havoc as uh, as they they they'll do and. Um, and Poison Iron's gonna go and save them, 
what uh what i like is uh what i i've been liking about this whole book is uh they point out what assholes guys are yeah <laughs> which you know which we say not us not no us. not us of course. not us we wouldn't we wouldn't um we wouldn't be subjected into getting uh what was it um I can't remember. They use a term where uh, these spoilings can turn flesh into plant-based material. So one one dude tries to grab one of them's asses and his hand gets turned into like roots and shit. Yeah, he gets turned into like a weed. Yeah, he gets like half weed. And he's like, ah, call the cops. And I'm like, what the cop? What the the frick are the cops going to do? (laughs) Unless the cop's uh, an amateur botanist, I don't think he's going to do much. Yeah, so uh, uh, Poison Ivy, does she save the day? I won't ruin it for you. And do they run into uh, uh, darker adversaries? Do they? I won't ruin that for you either. But I, w- I want to. I want to get Amy back in here. I'm like, right, what? Because cool. I know she has two little boys. I'm like, how? Um, how were you able to write teenage girls so well? Because she was one. Yeah. Do you think she causes kind of trouble though? I don't see it in her. She's like, you know, a uh, um, uh, probably she did a proper high classy uh asian sister if you will you know i didn't get in this kind of trouble i wanted to though of course maybe that's where it came from maybe that's because you're not an asian sister yeah something like that so that was that's uh that's that was uh that was one of my picks of the week what else you got there uh i have civil war two <gasps> zero yes this so do is, i wow yeah this is um actually pretty cool this it's is this is setup. The, this is the big beginning now i we sold out of them so quick that I didn't even read the free comic book day Civil War, which yeah, I, mean, I heard kind of delved right into. Yeah, this one's was... more set up backstory, uh, introducing you to the characters. Um, but uh, I'm looking uh, right in the back as the cover for Civil War One, and right. you kind of see who's facing off. Civil War Two, other. number one. Yes. Uh, who do we have here? Well, that's Captain facing, Marvel facing off against each other. Uh, it's the people who want to. Do we reveal or should we make people pick? You, well, it's Iron Man uh, versus Captain Marvel. Then you've got the you know you've got a lot of people in the background who are. The setup is this: there's an Inhuman who can see into the future, and he it's almost like Thought Police. Yes, his name is Ulysses. Yes, and he can see what's going to happen. Right, it's a very Minority Report actually, isn't yeah, it? Where they talk about very pre, much so. like pre crime and um, stopping things before they happen. But uh, that She Hulk. Uh, is arguing uh, in court about you know a guy who is just talking to some old friends. He's uh, yeah, he didn't really do anything. He's a criminal. He was uh, you know it could have been um, perceived as maybe premeditation without the action. Right, but he's he's just you know you know he's just talking to some friends. Right. Yeah. You know, like, Mike, do you like to talk smack? I like to talk smack. You know, when I, you uh, can do that, especially at a bar. Right. Oh, yeah. That's what I do all the time. I try to make myself sound cool. But do you stop? I mean, do you stop uh, an action before it happens? Isn't that that's kind of the the dream? Sure. You know, because police, police and lawyers and everything—that's the reactionary part. Yeah. So it's it is it's reactionary. Right. So. Right. Can you? Yes. Are you allowed to prosecute a crime before it is committed? Uh, especially the, if you know that it's going to happen. That's the argument. So I, I mean, it's a slippery slope. Yeah. So that's th- that's why this civil war isn't quite like um, the Cap Civil War, right? Where it's uh, you know personal. It, it is, but it isn't like yeah. personal liberty. But where do you draw that line? Yeah. Also, there's a there's a secondary story about Terrigen Mists. Yes. And how they're um, 
mucking uh, with people. Mucking with people and uh, affecting uh, people with uh, you know latent mutant powers, right? Which is pretty cool. This is a pretty good setup. Yep. Pretty excellent setup. Uh, Cap, uh, not Captain Superman, American Alien number seven. This is the. You are such a champion of this book, and this is the. the this is the finale. finale. Yeah, have you read any of this yet? I have. Oh, good. I've okay, I figured you. Well, you love one. Superman. I do, and yeah, this, uh, I've I've loved what uh, it's Max Landis, right? It is Max Landis. Max, what Max Landis has done with Superman up until this point, it's yeah. really been very cool. Yeah, it's amazing. So this this one is kind of the pinnacle. Superman's coming out party, if you will. Uh, Lobo comes down and starts threatening the Earth. Ugh. And that dick. talking, he is a dick. He's such yeah. a dick, man. He is. He is a huge. And dick. this one's a. This issue has been a lot darker than the previous six. They get into a pretty bloody, knockdown, drag out fight. Right. And there are consequences to that. And, you know, say you woke up this morning, flip on the TV, and all of a sudden you see an alien, like a, a creature from another world, battling Superman. And well, this is like we don't know then, Superman's this, an alien, right? No, we don't. Yeah, we don't. We have we, no clue. Yeah, just I mean, a. Hey, he's a some, cool guy. Yeah. I mean, there were some vague stories about, uh, you know, this dude who was saving people. Yeah, he's not like Superman, Superman yet, like well-known. But now with this and uh, the mass media coverage, um, yeah, this is kind of like, uh, hello, well, we, we're here. Yeah, now and you're, I, now I, you're a, uh, a part of a bigger universe. Yeah, then you, know, you have the controversy. All right, he saved our asses. He could destroy us, blah, blah you know, the, the usual Superman. Yeah, argument. of course, it, it brings, it, you know, you, the battle lines are drawn with people. And you can't get uh, Americans to agree on anything. Yeah. So now you, I'm sure you have half the people who are like, Superman's going to kill us. And yeah. the rest of, Superman's going to save us. I'm not gonna lie, I, love, I love when Asshole Lobo was. Yeah. And I love, I love the fight. I love the depiction of the fight. It's not just like, eh. And it's like freaking blood. He draws, they, they both draw blood. Yeah. It's pretty awesome. Yeah. And with uh, Lobo, you got to be careful about drawing blood because right. from everyone, every drop of his blood, he can create a new Lobo. Right. So that's his superpower. Yeah. That and super strength. Yeah. And being, we we being uh, a super dick. We uh we all see kind of not the beginnings, but the progression of uh the relationship between Lois and Clark. It's right. pretty. It's pretty great. If you've not picked this up, they have glossed over that in the new Fifty Two. You can pick up the individual issues. I imagine a trade will be coming. A hardcover is coming out uh, in two months. It's I'm, I, I might pick that up. I'm a cheap bastard. I yeah. usually get the soft covers, but now I'm learning better. from you. You're going all hardcover, classy. You gotta go classy. Wood library, all that. What else you got? Uh Future Quest. Hanna Barbera. I is... I saw this. Uh, I and I looked. Uh, the thing that really struck me about this, uh, I was like, "Holy crap! Freaking Johnny Quest is in this." Johnny Quest. I love his, Johnny Quest. Race Bannon, Haji. Haji's. Bandit. What about uh, Bandit? The dog is in this. Bandit. The dog's in this. Uh, Doctor Benton Quest. Doctor Quest in this is, is uh, talking with. Uh, Falcon Seven from right. Birdman. Well, and wait, that's not all, right? Don't we get? Do we get Space Ghost we as get well? Space Ghost and, and Mitor. Turns out that Space Ghost is part of a larger group, almost like a Green Lantern Corps. Like a core? Yep. Like the Green Lantern Corps. There's a whole that, bunch uh, of They've got these power uh, ri- power bands. That sounds loud. Space Ghost likes to talk. Um, yeah, Birdman's in here, and you're seeing, you see a, uh, a dead Tundro. Yeah. The corpse of Tundro. Yeah. The Tundro or a Tundro is just lying there. Did this bring you back? Oh my God! Johnny did Quest it. days. I, I love the cartoon. I love the Hanna Barbera hour. They had, uh, and you see, like uh, the the setup is that there was an explosion, yeah, out in outer space, and 
right here on Earth where we see like little weak parts of the space-time continuum, and Benton Quest is uh, going Wait, around. So was it Johnny Quest in space? Not yet. Okay, but I mean, you're seeing these um, these nexus nex nexi, whatever sure. these nexuses Nexuses. of um, of space-time like coming about on Earth, and there's this one where Johnny is at the apex of him. This is like the biggest they've ever seen. And you see Space Ghost. Um, you see um, you see Mitor. You see the oh my god! You see everybody in there. You see Shazan, the um, that big old goofy genie is in there. So it's actually pretty cool. We see Avenger. Uh, Avenger. You see um, all of them. Every one of these guys out in there. You see Blip. Blip. Blip, the uh, the monkey from, from the Space Ghost. Yeah, that's awesome. Yeah, I always thought uh, um, I thought Haji was cool. Haji's was awesome. Orphan kid, but I, I race. I thought race was a cool name too. Haji's sort of like the short round of the uh, the Quest family. So that's cool. And uh, this is the setup for it. And I, I believe it's but this the it's theme like song, number man. one. The theme song was my favorite. Yeah, you can't hear. You're not I, I don't have my headphones on. I know. It's freaking, the freaking. When I heard that theme oh, song, yeah. like I knew it was on. Oh yeah, and if and Hanna Barbera was notorious for using um, their theme songs for other things. Yeah, like you'd get uh, if Haji they're they're having a lighthearted moment. Um, Johnny and Haji yeah. just like sitting. Well, where ball you were like, something. wait a minute, this sound, I heard this in Scooby Doo or something. No, I I heard this on the Flintstones. Oh, oh my yeah, god, yeah, this yeah, is yeah. Uh, friend Barney walking down the street music. Yeah. Freaking race was a badass. He was. He was. When do we get in the movie? Uh, soon, I guess. Okay, live action. I'm thinking after like this a li- one. Like a live action. I would love to see an quest. animated one. Why? Why do? Yeah. Why screw with? Why uh, screw with stuff? And and why have a huge budget when you can have an animated movie? And uh, where did where did Doctor Quest get all this money? By the way, like they got um, airplanes and shit. They had submarines. They yeah, had that I, cool boat. Uh, he was uh, he was pretty well set up. Okay. He had he had patents. He's like, Reed oh yeah, Richards, he was. So, a, yeah. Oh really? Yeah. All right. And probably probably stockpiling uh, Iran or something. I don't know. Oh, he's providing weapons. <laughs> yeah. to other... no, Actually, they talk about that uh, in here. His uh, his arch nemesis, Doctor. Cool. I, and I always wanted a little dog like Bandit. Ah. Uh, oh, it's not too late, I guess. Doctor Zin. Yeah. Anyways. Anyways, Johnny Quest. Okay, what do you got? Uh, Power Man Iron Fist number four. All right. Uh, they're dealing with the Super Soul Stone. Okay. Uh, which is coming to the possession of the not the 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 Black Mamba and Jenny, their former secretary. Yeah, she's a pain in the ass, isn't she? Uh, she becomes one once she becomes in possession of the stone. Turns into this uh super strong being and okay. uh, very angry. Wants to wants to uh wants to wants to kill everybody. Well, who and can only be taken down of a being or person of of equal or stronger strength, and that, right. would, that would be our buddies, uh, Power Man and Iron Fist. Iron Fist. It's uh, it's pretty awesome. Uh, are are they back together? They they keep saying they're. Um, Luke Cage is denying that they're back together. Right? Oh, they're back together. You know, one uh, one finally by the end, do they admit that they're back together? Will Jessica finally stop hating Power Man? You ever, uh, Wait a minute, Iron the, Fist, you mean? What, Iron Fist, she... Iron Fist, yes. 
Why does she hate Iron Fist? Um, because he's always dragging Luke Cage out on these crazy ass oh, adventures. Wow, it's kind of like um, well, I, I imagine uh, you know, sometimes like you know, we we'll go on an adventure. I'm sure your wife sighs, rolls her eyes, and like really, yeah, like, seriously, what are you being, doing? Like, drag you out to freaking the Claremont Lounge again? Like seriously, yeah, it's really? like that. Oh, it's like God. that. It's yeah, we're we're. It's good to see those two back together. It's, uh, setting up for the the future Netflix series. Probably, yeah. I don't know what's the timetable on that. Uh, Do you even know? I have no clue. Okay, well, we'll have to check that out. How how psyched will you be to see live action Danny Rand though? That oh well, we'll see that very very soon because it's going to be uh, Loras from Sir Loras from Game of Thrones. He was cast as Iron Fist. Uh, you can see it. Uh, I, yeah, yeah, it's going to be pretty badass. All right, right on. Yeah, let me see if we can call. Or do you have another book? Or are you good? No, we're that we're okay. done. That's I very very short week Let's this see week. If, yo, let's see. Uh, this is this is our buddy Will Robs, Robson, all the way from the UK. Awesome. Let's see if he. Uh, do I need my hello? headphones? For this? Hello, yes, you need headphones, right. Mike. Hello, Will. How are you? Good. This how is, are you? This is Ming Chen from I sell comics from Comic Book Men, and uh, the famous Ming Chen. The famous Ming Chen. Uh, I. Uh, famous for not having any talent, perhaps. <laughs> Mike is plugging in here. Uh, please say say hello, Mike. Say hello to What's Will. up, Will? How's it going, Mike? How are you, sir? Good. I've actually met you before. We did meet. Do you owe him? Does he owe you money? Yeah, I owe you, you cash. No. <laughs> well, actually, yeah, yeah. You, you should have said yeah. When someone asked if you owe yeah, money, where did you guys meet? Uh, New York Comic Con. 2012 very oh. briefly oh cool did you stop by artist alley or is that do you remember? i was at the time i was drawing a, a book called unit five. Oh yeah yeah, yeah. Oh, we, okay we, yeah of course well yes winter we know skip winter is unit five yes yes and at, at the time and then i think uh yeah you came up to the booth and yeah and i said hello so very very briefly wow but, but very cool now we're now you're famous yes now you're uh <laughs> now you're a marvel artist well, yeah, this is my this is my first Marvel gig I'm doing now. That's so awesome! It's super duper exciting. I mean, uh, it's amazing. It's a dream come true. Yeah, so, even, can you can you talk a little bit about it? Yeah, or? how did this happen? Uh, what are you working on? Um, I can, you- so, I'm I'm working on um, Star Lord at the moment. Uh, I'm I'm literally working on it as we speak, <laughs> um, and I'm doing the pencils and inks uh, for 15 of the pages because uh, it was sort of a, a backup role. Um, so what happened was, uh, there's London, what's it called? London super comic con. I don't know if you guys ever heard of that. It's like the biggest one. No, but it sounds super. Yeah. We want to go. Oh, you should. I mean, for the UK, like you get people like Art Adams and Ryan Stegman and Brian Berlin, all like really, really top notch, uh, creators. Uh, So it's, it's it's like our, uh, San Diego comic con basically. Okay. Uh, so I saw, an, I always go there because that's like the number one place to get portfolio reviews and all this stuff. And I've been desperately trying to break into the business besides doing indie comics. And there was an advertisement for, Hey, Marvel's going to be at the show. And I was like, Oh my, Oh my God, that's crazy. I don't know if I can swear on here. No. Oh yeah. Oh, hell, yeah, yeah, oh yeah, my yeah. fuck. Like, yeah. 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 Fucking swear as much as you fucking want. Yes. Okay, great. Um, so it was advertised that CB Sobolski was going to be there. And for people who don't know who that is, he is the head talent scout at Marvel. He's got, like, basically the coolest job in the world. Like, he goes, he travels around the world and finds talent. 
for to draw Marvel comics. Like, how cool of a job is that? It is until you see how much crap is out there. But yeah, that, <laughs> but you know, I, I preface that with saying I can't draw worth a lick. So, <laughs> well, practice, man, practice. You can do it. Yeah, you got it's certainly enough reference around you. That's for sure. Uh, that's true. So, so uh, how long did you have to wait for a portfolio review? I imagine. Well, luckily, the Marvel's smart. So usually portfolio reviews, I'm sure you guys know because you've been to tons of cons, it's usually you have to queue up for ages and maybe yep. you'll meet the editor, maybe you won't. Right. Uh, Marvel was clever where basically you print out your portfolio, you hand it in to the booth, and they have guys that uh, basically gather them all up and they had like a, a quota where they could only take like 500 a day, which is crazy. That's a huge that's, number. That's a lot. <laughs> So what CB did, because I this is so weird, but like, so there was a the Marvel Portfolio Review booth, and like I saw CB and the assistant editor go behind the booth to look at the portfolios, and I was like, oh man, I really wish I could see if they're going to get my portfolio. But I found like this little spot in this massive hall where it was just like a pinhole eye look into what they were looking at. Yeah. So I was watching them like being like, nope, nope, yeah. Yeah. Oh, no, you saw the process. No. You uh, I you, did. You peeked behind the curtain, if you will. I did. I literally peeked behind a curtain. And I wasn't the only one doing it as well. There was like 20 other artists, yeah. uh, so, which totally blew my spot up because I was the first one to be doing it. <laughs> so suddenly they were like, all right, you guys need to move along. So I was like, oh, okay. Um, but it was super nerve-wracking. I mean, because what they did then was like, right, you need to write your phone number on here. So I put my phone number on every page. Like you would, There's no way you wouldn't see it on there. Like I was really like thorough about showing that. And they're like, we'll call you at 2 o'clock if you get a call then you're through. If you don't get a call, then I'm sorry. So I got there for, I think the doors opened at nine for early access. So I was there from nine and I had to wait till like two you o'clock. Waited, you waited five hours. Yeah, it was it was nerve wracking, like tremendously. But at the same time, a little side story, uh, Ryan Stegman was there. Do you guys know Ryan Stegman? Uh, I've heard of him, yes. He drew uh, a big part of Superior Spider-Man. yes. And he currently he's drawing um, Uncanny Avengers for Marvel. He's an amazing artist and he's a super nice dude. I, I chatted with him on Twitter for a while um, and he hung out with portfolios and stuff like that. But he was there and there was a panel. Like I handed him my portfolio and then there was a panel where it was How to Break in the Comics the Marvel Way where CB was up there. Stegman, uh, Humberto Ramos was there. He was up there talking as well. Uh, and... I asked a question and like, it was crazy because Stegman asked it and he was like, Oh, Hey Will, how's it going? Oh, by the way, CB, you should totally check out this guy's work. It's amazing. Oh, that's awesome. And I was like, Oh my God, that's, that's so cool. It's like, um, uh, that's a little, that's gonna, a little size. You're going to be calling me at two, right? Like, uh, What's that? Yeah. Where you're like, you're going to be calling me at two o'clock, right? All right. I'll be waiting yeah, yeah, for that phone call. Yeah. You got my phone number. You yeah. Got my phone number. Um, so I was waiting around for ages and I was, then that peephole again, uh, I saw, the guy who was making the phone calls. So it was just a random worker there. Yeah. And I was standing next to a bunch of artists and a lot of them were traveling away from Italy. Uh, there was tons of Italian artists from all around Europe because it was like Marvel's going to be here. And it's really rare in Europe to have that big of a presence. Like right. usually it's like 2000 AD or, um, Marcosia, uh, IDW came one year, but you know, something like Marvel or D I mean, we've never seen DC, but it's big, big stuff. So people travel around the world. I live in London. So it was like a 20 minute train ride, which was lucky, but I didn't have to travel as much as that. Yeah, you didn't have to go all across Europe, right? No, no. But I would, I mean, if I had to, I would have traveled obviously to the States to do this anyway. Oh, could. that's so nice. Yeah, of course. Um, so 
we were all watching the guy calling people up and one person got called up and it was like amazing to watch like oh my god congratulations but at the same time you're like oh you piece of shit i yeah, wish that was me yeah. um, <laughs> and then he was he, the guy was done doing all the phone calls um and this girl next to me this italian girl she wasn't having it she's like no i came all the way from italy i can't do an italian accent so i'm not even gonna bother yeah. but she was like i came all the way from italy uh I know my phone number's weird. And he was like, oh, my God, actually, yeah, your portfolio is here to be called up. Oh. Um, sorry, I just couldn't call your number because of the extension. Yeah. Whatever. And I was like, how about mine? And, and he was like, uh, sorry, no, I can't, I can't look through all of them again. And I was like, oh. So I felt really defeated at that moment. And I was like, well, and, and again, like, I've been trying to break in to comics for the past five years. Since Unit 5 started, like, yeah. I've had right. the, the dream to work in Marvel. So I've really, really focused on it. And like, it's not, you don't make much money drawing comics if it's the independent world. If you're lucky, if you make any money. Yeah. So, they'll, they'll, you know, they'll I, give you a sandwich and maybe. Yeah. That, yeah. Sandwich would be lovely. You can, <laughs> I just got to eat. But um, it's been a dream of mine. And it came to the point this year where I'm like, all right, I'm turning 26 this year. I've been sort of like sofa hopping from house to house like this really this marvel thing was really the last hoorah yeah so at that moment when i didn't get the call i was like all right well okay we gotta get rolling we gotta get a job like at a supermarket oh. or, you know? i was like i gotta start sort of my life out. and then my phone rang and it was the guy and i could i was still there so i saw him call <laughs> so you were watching him talk to you uh, yeah and i was like he was like hey there and i was like i am standing right behind you uh, yeah, we, we can talk face to face if you want <laughs> yeah so he was like oh and he turned around he's like uh it turns out what i did was just for the morning shifts like this you're part of the the afternoon shift wow so it was it was really just mental. I mean, um, calling like my my brother and stuff. My brother like helped make Unit Five. Yeah, um, Alex, you guys met Alex. Yep, yep. You? So we have met yes. Alex. Yes. Yep. Yeah, yeah. So he was like, "Oh my god, this is crazy!" And my girlfriend as well. And so I waited. Then I had to wait till uh, I think about five o'clock. Sorry, I'm making this a super long story. No, not at all. Okay. Um, so, yeah, we, yeah, we've known about you since the Unit Five days. Uh, you yep. were talked about fondly uh by your brother and and by skip so it's, well, it's actually well, pretty cool to talk to you those days <laughs> there's been a major improvement so uh, what happens after you get selected so uh i get a call back for meeting him at like half five so again i'm waiting around and uh i'm not gonna lie i i went for a couple of drinks because uh, i was nervous uh, and i didn't have too many where i wasn't like showing up to marvel like hey yeah, yeah. I, mean, well, I, I could draw like real that. good. Hamana, 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 hamana. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, so I met with CB because you could either meet with CB uh, or you can meet with the assistant editor that was there. Yeah. You're like, screw um, that assistant no, editor CB. who has no name. Oh, I can't remember her name, which is so bad. That's a, no, wait a minute. What, never mind. Never yeah. mind. That's fine. That's oh, I, I think I missed something there. But, um, so you get an audience with CB. Yes, uh, which is like, oh, that's awesome. I get to meet with the number one dude. Uh, and I soon realized, because there was two lines, um, if you met with the assistant editor, it was, this is great, but you're really close. You need to work on this, this, and this. And if you met with CB, it was good news. Because uh, another mate of mine uh, met him. He was like, oh, my God. He said all this nice stuff about me, and he's, he's given me his email, and it, we're going to go from there. I was like, oh, my God. So that's great. Hopefully the same thing will happen to me. I was very lucky that it was the same thing, and I sat down with him, and I thought it was going to be like 
this is great. You just need to work on hands or something like that. Cause I've done portfolio reviews with a million different types of editors and companies. Uh, but he was, the, he's like, honestly, one of the nicest people I think I've ever met in the world. He spent like 20 minutes with me, which is mad. Cause you have to meet, he meets with all these people. Yeah. So he's spending his whole day talking to these people. And he's like, I just want to say that I think you're great. Uh, this is this. And he was like pinpointing exactly what he likes. He's like, I like the way you do this. I like the way you do this. Uh, and then we talked just like history of comics, uh, how I wanted to get in, who are my influences. And I said, oh, Ryan Segman, jokingly. And Segman was doing a signing right next to me. Yeah. And he heard that. He's like, he's like, oh, yeah, you're going to hire Will? Good. Yeah, he can do the backups. Oh, that's awesome. Great. So that was just really good, like, motivation boost as well. Um, and so, yeah, he's like, here's my email. And here's this other guy's email uh, who's called Ricky Purden. Uh, he's the other talent scout at Marvel. There's this new job now at Marvel where basically there's a whole division of finding new talent, which is so cool. Um, and what they do is weekly they uh, take samples from these people if they're sending monthly samples. They put them up on a big board and they say, right, who's improved or who's hitting stuff on time yeah. or who's available and all this stuff. So that's a sort of a new thing there, I believe. So obviously I'm on cloud nine and had a great time. And then <clears throat> the following week I emailed them and they gave me a sample script for a spider Gwen story. Um, and they said, yeah, basically, you know, uh, good luck and, and have fun and all this stuff. So I, I wanted to show them like I'm, I can produce this stuff because the thing, the thing is, is a lot of the people that also did this, that I've been talking to, they've just finished their samples now, which right. I think is mental because this comic con was in February. Yeah. And like I've, I understand like if people have real, quote unquote, real jobs. Sure, I mean, well, you I, probably I, I didn't, you probably didn't for sleep so. for like a week and just worked on this. Yeah, I, 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 I busted the five pages out in seven days, and I was like, "Look, here you go. Here's here's the samples, and they were definitely the best work I've ever done." And I had lots of people helping me out with keeping their eyes on it and stuff, and it really was just great. Thanks for this, and that was it. And I was like, "Oh, uh, okay." Um, and that's when it got scary because two months passed and I was like, okay, so really it was, thanks for doing this. You're, you're a part of the system now. It's not going to be like, I mean, what, I didn't know what I was expecting. It wasn't going to be like, Hey, this is amazing. Come work for Marvel. You're drawing Spider-Man now. Of course, of course it's not going to be like that. So again, I got back into the idea of like, right, I can't afford to, make money off of yeah, comics anymore yeah, you're filling out applications at the supermarket i literally did i was about to get a job <laughs> at asda uh, which is like the walmart equivalent in the yeah. uk and the same week that happened i just i randomly woke up one morning to an email from this editor called jake thomas and he was like hey how's it going there and then oh, and by the way the the email title was um uh asap artists needed for oh Star wow Wars. And I was like, and, and it was weird because I just woke up and I was checking my emails the moment I woke up. Yeah. Um, and uh, I was, as I was reading it, I, it sounds so lame, but I just started like crying. Yeah. Because oh, <laughs> it was your really dream, like, oh my God. Me. Why like, wouldn't I you cry? I, I'd be crying. I have to work at the freaking Walmart of the UK now. <laughs> what is the Walmart of the UK? Would that be the Walmart? Uh, it's, it's called Asda. I don't know Asda, why it's a different yeah. name. Right. Yeah, Asda. A-S-D-A. Asda. But I know it's owned by Walmart. Wow. But so, so again, but, you bust your ass on, on doing Star-Lord pages. Yeah. So I woke up my girlfriend in tears and she didn't know what, I mean, she woke up to me crying. So she, she was like, Oh God, what happened? Did someone die or yeah. something like that? I was like, no, it finally happened. And, 
And they were like, uh, yeah, so that was at the end of April, maybe I think April 23rd or something like that. So they're like, can you do it? And I was like, of course I can do it. <laughs> I was like, I am, I'm your man. Like, let's do this. And the editing team has been so, so nice. And I, I sent a thank you email to CB and Ricky and they, they were just like, oh my God, that's amazing. Congratulations. We're so happy for you. And then obviously now it's hunting the deadline. The oh yeah. Deadline. Yeah. Now you're almost regretting you're not, yeah. regretting. You're, not, you're not regretting. You're not regretting. We know all about deadlines. Uh, we, yeah. We've seen Walt Flanagan. Uh, oh, yeah. Not struggling, but stressing a little bit over uh, hitting deadlines. And, uh, I was you know, stressed. Well, yeah. <laughs> I, 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 I'm, now I've got three pages left, and it's due on Monday, which is extremely doable. Um, I'm so happy I, I've caught up to it. I've been working every single day. I've only taken off um, a day and a half so far, or sometimes some uh, afternoons. But that's the difference, though. There's a lot of people that, like, if anyone's listening to this that wants to be a comic book artist, I don't think a lot of people realize like the amount of labor it, that goes into it. It really is like sixteen or eighteen hour work days. Oh just, yeah, yeah, and they're they're expecting a page a day at, le- at least, and that's yeah, that's not to come up from scratch. I mean, that's and, and work around or work around a script. That's not easy at all. No, and I'm I'm penciling and, ink, and inking as well. Oh, what, geez, oh wow, you're okay, insane then. So you're well, basically doing it twice. You get paid. You get paid more. So True. I, in a way, I'm kind of happy that I am penciling and inking. True, but but you're not sleeping either. Like a lot, there are trade-offs, but uh, love, the love, uh, the love is a good love is a great motivator. Oh, definitely. Yeah, I mean, this is a childhood dream of mine. I mean, I still have my Tom McFarlane Spider-Man pillowcases. That oh yeah, <laughs> I use. That's awesome. Uh, uh, I, I that's a great insight into. Uh, I, how you got from you know doing indie books to working for Marvel? That's pretty awesome. You probably just inspired a bunch of people right now. To uh, you know, well, I hope so. I mean, again, this has been a five year journey. I've met with. I mean, at one point, I was going to draw. You know, the Arkham games. Yes. Uh, I was in talks with an editor to potentially be a filler and artist on the the book of that, and we, I got so close to that where it was all like about to sign the contracts and then suddenly some other artists popped up that they really wanted. And also Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, I, I tried out for that, Judge Dredd, a, a bunch of stuff. So yeah. it's not just like the first first come, first serve. It right. was really a tough thing. So if people out there that want to draw comics, you've got to realize, it, it, I mean, it took, uh, like uh, on Fat Man on Batman, like there's interviews with Jim Lee and Greg Capullo and they talk like, I mean, Capullo took like seven years, and now yep. he's like the biggest comic book artist in the world. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah. so you're you're gonna fail a couple of times, or uh, you know, whatever. Whoever the gatekeeper is might not see how great you are. It's all relative, and it's also a matter of you know you're gonna get better. The more you do, yep. the better you get. So. Oh, definitely. Yeah. I mean, even my stuff now compared to half a year ago is is ten times better, and that's just just from constant. Constant practice and constant labor, that's for sure. Well, you've got an Ed McGinnis quality that I truly appreciate. So. Oh, thank you. Yeah, I love Ed McGinnis. Yeah. So, listen, unfortunately, we gotta we have one more call we got to make. But, um, Will, will you be on again? Yeah, of course I will. Fantastic. Yeah, we're coming We're going to keep in uh, touch. So hopefully we see you in New York this, this year. Yeah, that'd be great. If I get big enough, I'll definitely be in New York this year. I, I think you're heading that way, my friend. I hope uh, so. Uh, where can we find uh, you on, online? Um, yeah. You have a Twitter? Uh, you do have a Twitter, obviously. That's I do have a Twitter. It's at Robson Inc. So it's R-O-B-S-O-N-I-N-K. So Inc. like an inkwell. Um, and on Facebook at the same thing. And I post tons of, of stuff on there. That's awesome. And then, oh yeah, and then Star Lord Issue 8 is coming out uh, June 29th. So everybody pre-order that because it, 
it's going to be worth something one day. That's right. See, see the blood, sweat, and tears that Will has poured into this issue. Yeah, damn Skippy. That's amazing. Thank you, Will. Thank you for Thanks, hanging us Will. up on Twitter. And, um, and it's just, it's just great talking to you. I, I've forgotten that we kind of go way back. So, uh, thank yeah. you in five days. So that's, yep. that's amazing. I, I'm actually, I think I'm, I'm a, there's a past, ish, uh, past episode somewhere where we all make fun of you. So you can look for yes, that. Yes, there is. <laughs> yeah. Okay. You, oh, you heard that. Okay. Oh, I did. Yeah. I was listening live. No it's more fine. make, no more making fun of Will. He's, uh, he's better than those other two. He's legit. Yeah. He's better than those other You're two legit idiots. now, buddy. <laughs> We're making fun of him. Dude, Will, thank you so much. Thanks, buddy. Thank you, guys. Yeah, anytime. I'm very happy to come back on. We'll all talk right, to you soon, cool. man. Bye. Okay, guys. Awesome! I didn't. Yeah. I forgotten that he drew uh, those early issues. Yes, I five. forgot too. So that's uh, that's amazing. You got another phone call to make. I do. She never connected, so we might have to uh, do it next week. I, I can't do it next week because we've got something coming up this week. Oh, what do we have this uh, week? We've got well, there. Um, Vanessa Solis is from the Cooper School. You. Uh, no, you, she never accepted try my it one more time. She never accepted she said, my friend request. Uh, what, you got to try it one more time. And hold she, on. Did she accept yours? Yeah. Hold on one uh, second. Cause uh, this this Saturday, I've got uh, students from the Kubert School coming down. Uh, call her up on that. Let's see if she I answers. Will. Let's see. Can see we plug answers. it in here? Uh, or we can just like listen we, to her. We could do that too. We could do that too. Well, while you do that, um, get one. Give everybody a heads up. If you head into your local comic book store today or this week, uh, there you'll see. And ask sitting, for it if you don't see it. Yeah, ask for it if you don't see it. Uh, AMC has reprinted Preacher Number One. And it's pretty amazing. Uh, looks like uh, S- Steve Dillon has recreated the cover, but using with using the likenesses of the people on the Preacher TV show, which premieres this Sunday at 10 p.m., uh, something that we've been waiting a long, long time for. Oh, hell yeah. Something, I've been waiting 20 years to to watch a see a live-action Preacher. Oh, who hasn't? And finally we get to see it. I hope she's going to answer. Yeah, from Come what, on, Vanessa. From what I read. They did. They answered. All right. Hello. Can we plug this in? Uh, hello. We can try here. Uh, oh, put, we're on video. Look at that. Awesome. Hello. Hello. Can, can, they, she, can, can they, she hear you? Vanessa, can you hear me? <laughs> Vanessa, can you hear me? <laughs> Vanessa! Vanessa! Hold on, let's see. Uh, Vanessa! Can, can you, you type to her and tell her, ask her to accept my accept I my can. Skype request? That would be... Uh, Vanessa! That would be the easiest. Why not? What's going on? <laughs> Vanessa! Is your, does your laptop microphone work? Mike's I, just yelling no, at it does, yeah. Mike's, Mike's just furiously laughing at his... He's, he's yelling at his laptop. Here? Do you have the little type thingy? Ask her yeah. to ask her to accept my my request. That would be That's ideal. <laughs> um, and uh, well, bef- or can we do it in sign language? We learn we learned some uh, sign yeah, language. Yeah, we did. We, I learned how to say bullshit. Yeah, me. my uh, my Skype name is Ming Chen thirty seven. For anybody who wants on. to, uh, oh, you can friend request me too if you want. Uh, also, also big news this week. Uh, DC Comics have been, has been yes. shaking things up, in which uh, probably due to the lukewarm reception of Batman versus Superman, they have tapped DC Comics creative chief creative officer and friend of the family, 
Jeff Johns will be co-running DC thank Films. Thank God. Are you? Thank God. Yes, because they need. They need. They need a shot in the arm. They do need a. Sh- they knew. They do need a little shot in the arm. Are you doing that one more time, Ming Chen, 37? Yes, that is me. As we please add me as a contact. And I don't know why you can't hear me. Vanessa, don't know why you can't hear me. I know. Why do you keep yelling at her? She can't hear me. I don't Mike. know. Why are you yelling <laughs> at her, Mike? That's the way I yell at everything. Yes. It, why are you yelling at her, Mike? It doesn't work like that. We're going to hang up. We're going to hang up one more time. All right. Okay. So anyway, yeah, Jeff Johns, uh, DC movies need a shot in the arm. They need to integrate TV and. Can we tell Jeff that? We have, we have kind of a direct line to him. We sort of have a direct line. We can, um, we, we have his ear. Why you can, you can literally tell him that. I think he follows you on Twitter to send him a direct message. Uh, he will be, he'll be co-writing it with, uh, Warner Brothers Pictures executive VP John Berg. Uh, John Berg has taken over, I believe, uh, post-production supervision on Suicide Squad. All right, you're added, not. Ming. I am finally added. Are right. you? Let's try that one more time. Let's one more time. Because this goes right to the thing. That's good. There we go. There we go. Reply. All right. Let me see here. All right, hang up. There we go. All right, here we go. Man. There this we go. Us. Here we go. Hello. Hello. We Hello. look here now. Yay. Vanessa, you can hear me now. Vanessa, all right. After, all after right. a little finagling, oh we got him. But this is Ming Chen. We can't see you. Uh, that's all right. That's Seeing right. it, we're, podcast is a is a. Yeah, we're very audio. we're very ugly. You don't want to see. That's us. fine. <laughs> yes, it's true. You don't want to okay. see. Us. How are you, Vanessa? I'm good. Thank you. All right. Guys. Tell us who you. Uh, we're great. Tell us who you're with. I am with Marky Wolfson and Idan Nafo. Idan. <laughs> How's it going? What's up? Who else are you bringing uh, Saturday? This uh, I just tweeted and I just put it on my Facebook. Yeah, so what's going on, Mike? Tell us. We are at Jay and Silent Bob Secret Stash. Going to have, uh, I believe it's five or six uh, artists okay. from the Kubert School. And what are they Here, gonna they're going to be doing commissions for people. You guys have a bunch of um, like blank covers, right? Yeah, we have excellent. Yes, and I'm gonna have uh, uh, backer boards that you guys can draw on as well. Uh, they're gonna do it for the the fans out there, and uh, you guys are gonna make some cash, and um, we're gonna make some people happy. That's How's awesome. That what time does it start at? Mike? Starts at 11 a.m. These guys are getting here around 11, and uh, we'll set up and get everything ready to rock and, and this roll. This is this Saturday. This is this Saturday. Do we have enough room for how many? May twenty first. Art- Do we have enough room for five artists to set up? Uh, I'm going to set them up over at the. Um, I, I mean, some of, some of you guys are going to have to stand, or we can do it around the podcast table. It doesn't really matter. <laughs> very tiny. We'll fit. Excellent. We'll fit. Very cool. So uh, very excited this to have cool. you. How guys. did you get Walt Flanagan to accept this again? Uh, the, uh, I, he he was. We I, I actually had him. Uh, I caught him when he was listening to something on his his uh, iPod. Yeah, and I just mouthed words to him, and he was like, "He nodded Whatever. his head." Do I have to? Do I have to be there? Then I'm fine. 
Wow. So that's exactly it. Because, yeah, we, we usually don't do stuff like this. But I figured, you know what? Kubert School, I love them guys and bring them down. Right, literally, the last artist we had in here drawing was Neil Adams. Yes. Oh, wow. No, that's not true. It was John Romita Jr. Oh, okay. True. Uh, yeah, that's right. John Romita Jr. was in here drawing. So, that's cool, too. <laughs> uh, you, you have some, uh, you, we have precedent here. Yes, we do. So, you guys tweet it out. Tell people where you're going to be. And that's this Saturday? That's this Saturday. Tag yeah. uh, at Ming Chen 37. Okay. And at Michael Zapsic, Z-A-P-C-I-C. So tag me and I will retweet. I've already uh, posted my stuff up there, so we're good to go. And we're very excited, very excited to see you guys. And uh, if you want to go on to Vanessa's uh, Facebook page, check out her art. Go on to Edon's. Edon, spell your last name for the nice people. (laughs) K-N-A-F. Yeah, that didn't sound like anything. (laughs) (laughs) I'll send you a link. All right, perfect. Then I'll uh, and send me the links to everybody else's Twitter and Facebook feeds. We will. Uh, we will. Yes. Beautiful. And I'll so put them are, up are, on my um, Facebooks. Are you all from Jersey? No, I'm Not. from Jersey. I'm from Sparta. 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 <laughs> <laughs> so I always get <laughs> tonight. You'll dine in hell. <laughs> <laughs> That's awesome. Well, yeah, we're looking forward to having you guys here. Yep. It's- Sorry this is truncated, but uh, we also talked to a fellow artist of yours, uh, Will Robeson, just before. Uh, he's, he uh, was lucky enough to land the Star-Lord gig. So, okay. hey, good stuff happens to people who hang out with me and Ming. Yeah, he literally submitted his portfolio. He went to a portfolio review at a con in London and... Uh- now we saw Starlord. It was literally that easy. Yeah. I don't want to say that easy. No, but he's been trying this for five yeah, years. But so. it was literally uh, like those portfolio reviews actually do work. They and, do. And again, you gigs at like at Marvel, which is pretty cool. Yes. Yes. Uh, but I guess you could put you can put this one on the uh, on the growing resume. Uh, yeah, Drew at Jane Silent Bob Secret bar Stash. Art at the home of the comic book man, Jane Silent Bob Secret Stash. So very excited to see you guys. Uh, we got a lot of people coming in this weekend. We've got uh, the ants coming. Uh, Brian and Walt, let's give them a little bit they're of a coming plug. Coming here? They're, no, but they're doing the uh, the show in Brooklyn. Oh, they are. Yes, uh, I believe it's midnight on Friday. I believe midnight on Friday. They'll be uh, up in Brooklyn doing a live. Tell them Steve Dave. Right. Uh, Gidham's going to be up there, and then Gidham's got to work a shift here on Saturday. Oh yeah. Yeah. Weird, right? Very weird. He's well, going to be all bleary-eyed. He's going to put uh, on his... Uh, tell him not to act too weird or, uh, uh, yeah. with our guests. Please. Also, yeah, we got to get HR in here to make sure that Gidham doesn't uh, come up and, and touch any of the girls. So right. that, yes, please, that would be great. Not a problem. Yeah. Problem. <laughs> oh, you've heard about Gidham. Good enough. We'll watch them. Edon, right. <laughs> you so might be touching you so, too, so uh, you never we'll know. We'll see you this weekend then. <laughs> yeah, guys, thank you so much. And we'll, we will talk to you this, this, uh, this Saturday. Awesome. Okay, that sounds good. So we'll see you there at ten thirty a.m. to set up by eleven. Fantastic. We'll be okay, here. That sounds good. All righty. Awesome. See Thank you on Saturday. Right. Thank gotcha. you. Thanks, guys. Thank you. Thank you. Guys. And I'll send you the links. Beautiful. Okay, guys. <laughs> awesome. Beautiful. Right, got that working. So, our, so it's literally going to be like legit art artists in here. Yeah. Doing commissions right yeah. on, man. Beautiful. Awesome. All right. Uh, anything? Anything else you got? Yeah, it's time to open the store. Uh, oh, real quick, uh, AMC picked up another comic book themed show. Mike, they're like the comic book network now. Uh, Robert Kirkman's doing a six part documentary called "Heroes and Villains: A History of Comic Books." Excellent. Uh, this the six hour, the six episode hour long series will premiere in 2017 and explore the stories, people, and events that transform the comic book industry. 
AMC touted that the series will offer origin stories to the untold history behind un- iconic characters as well as examine subjects including pop culture, race, gender, and sexuality. A host for this show has not been tapped. Let's just say Kevin Smith or sure. Mike Zapsick. Mike, Why not? You wanna, Mike, you want to host this? Sure, let's go. I'm right. there. Tell, tell AMC that uh, you know. I think Mike Zapsick is uh, more than I'm available. qualified to host at least one episode of this show. Yeah, that'd be cool. I think you could do it. All right. Awesome. All right. Well, thank you very much, everybody. Thanks, Ming. Thanks for all of our guests. And there you go. There you go. This has been a production of Smodco Internet Radio. Sir, only at Smodcast.com. <laughs>